Welcome to the Pop Goes Culture pull list for Wednesday, May the 9th. We're at our Wednesday home of the Pop Goes Culture podcast at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone, right across from the Battlefield Mall in Springfield. As always, I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Today I've got with me, go ahead. Kenny Wright with Freedom Hydro Graphics. I actually showed up. Hey, <laughs> and, uh, and over here we've got, uh, as always, go ahead. Dustin from Vintage Stock. And... Will, also from Vintage Stock. All righty. And they're going to rotate in and out as uh, customers need them because it's Wednesday, a new comic book day, so they will be busy throughout the show. So we'll let them kind of rotate in and out as they need to. Quick question, though, before these guys get up to the counter. Our poll this week is our favorite uh, pop culture mothers or mother-type figures in pop culture. It can be television, can be movies, comics, books, whatever. Who are some of your favorite mothers? Because we got Mother's Day coming up this Sunday. And while you're thinking, I will say that hey, Joey, hey, don't, the don't, don't master of social media, starts <laughs> tagging his choice of Beverly Goldberg. I can't remember what her, what's her real name. Uh, Wendy uh, McClendon Covey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's from Reno. So, surprise, surprise, everybody (laughs) on Twitter's like, oh, okay, and started voting for her. So, it it helps when your choices not only get tagged, but then they go in and vote and reply and retweet it. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. And the creator 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 of Goldbergs also weighed in. Adam voted also. Yeah, he he voted. So, So our poll went from usually getting about six votes a week (laughs) to I think we're up to almost 600 now. So, that that helped a little bit. But, uh, like you cheating bastard. Well, then, <laughs> well, then like Odin, we can't tag his pick because he chose Aunt May, and so there's no. I mean, I guess we could tag like Marissa Tomei or tag Marvel in general, but they're yeah. who they're not going to care probably about. Not going to do the same. <laughs> it's probably not going to be not going to get, especially with the creator weighing yeah. in. So, and then yeah. uh, Kenny's pick was uh, Claire Huxtable, which Felicia Rashad does not use Twitter, so we yeah I found find that her. out. I was like, oh, I'm going to play this game. I was like, well, damn. And I meant I did, and to be honest, I did do a little bit. Of due diligence, and I went in and looked and saw she. I was because I would have tagged her had she been there, and I would have tagged. Sure. I couldn't find Dusty's choice, but uh, he ended up finding the actress and a couple of the actors from the show. But I don't wow. think they've. Uh, I don't think they've gotten. They've not gotten the momentum that the Goldbergs have no. put together for us. So, uh, but that takes away from the question. But for wow. you guys, your favorite mother or mother type figures in pop culture. I mean, right now, I mean, I, I'm going to have to go with Beverly Goldberg. That show's great. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, I keep up to date with it, and she's just, like, mom. I mean, oh, yeah. she's, she's, every, she's everybody's so, mom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Morning. What's up, Um, wow. Uh, mom, I pick you. Oh, that's, <laughs> cheap, that's oh cheap. <laughs> Here comes breakfast. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> We'll, let it, had to, we'll right? let it slide. <laughs> All right. Uh, so on this week's show, we are talking comic books, the headlines, uh, what's new on the shelves this week. Uh, and again, we'll ask uh, some customers as we get a chance who their favorite mothers and mother-type figures are in pop culture. Comic headlines. Comic Free Comic Book Day was last Saturday. Uh, we were talking about this before we started recording, but uh, right at, you know, we were right out front, and we saw people coming in. Now I saw a lot of folks coming through. Uh, it looks like, sounds like, from what we were talking about, you guys had a great turnout for Free Comic Book Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. It was 
Yeah. Really, it went a lot better than I expected, honestly. Yeah. And hopefully next year it'll be even bigger. So. Well, if we're here, you know, you can always expect it'll be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> what What I liked is like I loved I loved looking outside and then like you guys just had the crowd going. Oh yeah. Like, they were just going and a, a, that to me is just like. Yeah, it was fun. We had a great time. We talked to a lot of people coming in and out. So yeah, once they kind of started, like I'm not sure if I want to say anything. Like, oh, come on, blah blah. blah. <laughs> once they listened to us and were like, oh, it's not yeah, professional. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can talk. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's what this is. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, we were also talking uh, before that I didn't know this personally. When a comic book place has a free comic book day, I was like. I did not realize they have to buy those comic books. Right. So I, there were people coming out, and they also had maybe a pop or some videos, something like that. I was like, Games, oh, so you movies, got something yeah. while you were here. I didn't put it together that they are providing you with, damn, look like 50 comic books to me. I don't know. There's a lot of comic books. Give them, you know, give your, them a give little something. Give them some business. Get you, know? you some funky Walk out of here pops. with some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. That's something I did not know personally, and maybe some of our listeners didn't know either. So yep. I just thought that was okay. I, I Now I know. So. Well, it's a free yeah. event for everyone, so it's just the fact that we're just trying to get those people that aren't reading comic books into reading comic books. That's basically what it's about. And That leads to my next question. You know, the idea is they get some of these free books and a lot of these free books are, hey, here's the event for the summer or here's the storyline for the next six months. Yeah. Um, I know you guys have looked at the books. What were some of the books, some of the titles that you read or that you looked through and thought, you know, this is this is probably one of the better ones this year. And it looked like a good um, crop all around. One that but. I kept telling people to um, pick up was this one called Barrier. Uh-huh. Um, it's by Image. Yeah. Um, just simply because it's a different style. It reads portrait style. Right. Instead of like landscape style. Yeah. Instead of like upright. Yeah. Well, there's actually That's, a few people that were like, this is the one I'm excited to get home oh, yeah. and read. Yeah. They're like, I don't know anything about it, but I love the and art when, of and it. And so. speaking of Barrier, I mean, since the free comic book came out on Saturday... Um, the number one and number two issue came out today. Right. So, so this is a great week if, the, if you picked up that book and it appealed to you. Now's the time yep. to come get them. Very cool. What else? Any other books? Any other the titles that you looked at that? I know the Tank Girl went really Tank fast. Girl. Yeah, we heard a lot of folks oh, talking about that yeah. one too out in the lot. Yeah, so. yeah that's it. I'll be honest with you. I haven't read a comic book since I was a kid. and uh, But I've always loved the art. And I flipped through some graphic novels just because I'm an artist. So I love the art of it. And my son come in. I was like, go, it's free comic book day. Go, you know? So he come in cause he was doing the podcast. As well. <laughs> he was getting a little bored. Listening and, to us talk <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> and, uh, he come out and I flipped through. I was like, Hmm, tank girl, put that to the side. I was like, Hmm, the tick. And I was like, Ooh, transformer. I was like, I may have to read some of these. Yep. I was like, these actually look nice flipping through. And I was like, man, I love the art inside there and yep. stuff. So I was like, that's what they do. <laughs> they get you to, um, let's whole point of free comic books is to get you to read comic books. Yeah. So. It was it was doing its job because I was like, man, I haven't read a comic book in yeah. decades. Yeah, they have they have I don't know how many titles there were. I was going to say probably around seventy or eighty different titles. Yeah, but they the variety of them are just they're crazy. Yeah, yeah, and we saw all man, you know, everybody coming in. We saw adults coming in by themselves. We saw families coming in. We saw you know little kids coming in, and you know, it was. A wide range of people, and there was something for everybody. And, and that's what I like, too, because the kids had their things, and I was like, oh, they have kids. I was yeah, like, a little oh, girl would come it's out. Not just, she, it's not just yeah. the adults like, look out, kid, i got to get my free comic book. Exactly. It's like, oh, hey, look, kid, yep. there's you know, there's but your stuff, too. Girls walking out with Ariel. What I Ariel basically and, look at free comic books, it's based oh, for 
little kids. Right. Like, so that they can get into comic books. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. So basically, obviously, us adults, like. We're already hooked through the nose. <laughs> We're already handing you our money. Comic books, so it's like. <laughs> it's just another. It's building another that next generation. Right. Yeah. Basically, just more money for us to spend. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's what one of the little kids had a stack, and they had the tick on top, and I was like, hey, Dad's raising you right. <laughs> there you go. Spoon! <laughs> In other uh, kind of comics, comic-centric, comic-peripheral type uh, news this week, we got a new trailer for uh, Luke Cage Season 2. Did you watch the new trailer? I actually did watch it. What did you think? I actually have not watched it You haven't it seen it. It uh, gives us our first look at the villain for... I don't want to call it the villain for season two because the way these things worked out, it's it's a villain for at least a couple episodes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but oh. yeah, we, it, it looked good. I, Luke Cage is not invulnerable. Did you guess the name? Because I tried uh, to rewind Bushmaster, it. Yeah, Bushmaster. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was hearing that wrong, but I was like, okay. <laughs> the Bushwhacker. Wait, yeah. that's not right. <laughs> that's something different. <laughs> yeah, no. He's got his own theme music. He's coming out to. He's got his twin brother with him. No, Very nice. That was different. Different story altogether. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Though. It looks like he's all bulletproof and strong and just stuff as yeah, he's got the same physical characteristics as Luke Cage, other than not being quite as pretty on screen but yeah, exactly. <laughs> who is though really yeah. if you think about it well he looks like he does voodoo or something Look, yeah i think there's some kind of a like a voodoo element to it and stuff so yeah it'll be good uh that comes out on netflix on june 22nd so there's something to add to your summer watch list yep that'll we'll kill talk, a day yeah we'll talk a little bit more <laughs> exactly. about, about our watch list in a little bit uh you remember uh, batman the animated series yes, that was I on in the, was it the 90s I yeah. think it was the eight, late 80s, early Kevin 90s. Yeah, voice. Kevin Conroy was Batman. Mark Hamill was the Joker. Yep. Uh, I loved just going off topic here, but I got a book about it years ago, kind of about how they put that show together. And when you think about most animation, uh, it's done as one would expect. It starts with a white sheet of paper, and then you draw your stuff. But uh, with that one, to get the look and feel of it, they actually started with black so everything started off dark, and so they would have to add color, which may, which sounds simple, sounds like, you know, so it's not a big deal. Red is still red, blue is still blue, but yeah. they would have to, instead of starting with a default of everything's bright and white and clean, everything's dark, and you have to add color where you want color. You have to add if you want, you know, so just that seems silly, and you're more of an artist than I am, but when you think about it, just that paradigm shift of instead of starting all white and bright and clean, mm. we're starting dark, and you have to intentionally add, you know, where you want something to show up. Otherwise, it's in the shadow or whatever. That to me always seemed like a really weird, but for that show, really great way to approach the art for that show. Oh that, yeah. If That's... you think about that, the art on that show is incredible. That Art Deco look and feel to it, and yeah, there's it, a few things that I've done, you know, whether it be airbrushing or whatever that required switching it up. I I have always been a uh light to dark. Uh-huh. And but a few times I've had to do the dark to light and you really have to like stop yourself and go, okay, what do I need to do here stuff? But it yeah. does give it a different look and you know for different things you need to do that. So yeah. And for Gotham City that totally makes sense oh, that you yeah. would start dark and add light oh, to it. Uh, the reason sense. I bring that show up is the show's back as a board game. Uh, Batman the animated series Gotham Under Siege. Uh, it's a game that it's for 1 to 5 players and it allows people to collect dice and do different things in order to to win the game is to uh, basically become some sort of a vigilante or a hero in Gotham City. You're not Batman, but you will play as 
somebody training to be a vigilante. Well, am I wrong? Does it seem like the animated series is that version of it is uh, like really coming up popular again? It is. I think uh, it's at a point where you know things come and come in you know cycles or whatever, and it was kind of it was popular when we were younger, and then it kind of fell out of favor or whatever. But there's not really a good DC animated series ongoing that's aimed for a little bit older. I mean, there's stuff for kids. My kids yeah. love the Teen Titans Go, but for that little bit older, you know, teenagers to early college or whatever, which is about the age we were when it came yeah. out. Yeah, it's kind of coming back into popularity, and then it'll probably fade and come back, you know, as things do. But well, uh, I know somebody gave us, like, uh, DVDs or VHS tapes. I don't remember uh, of the whole Of the thing. entire series, yeah. And uh, Odin got into that and of all the different batman i wish i could remember what was out at the time but there was a i think there was batman beyond and there right. was uh another i don't remember but um maybe it's justice league i'm thinking of yeah cartoon but um he just gravitated towards those he just loved oh, that yeah. and i was like yeah, it was like his dad he likes the little dark yeah, this is where we got harley quinn started on that show yep. so uh so uh, the board game sounds pretty yeah, cool the board game's coming out uh it'll be out in august so that might be something uh May try to reach out to the folks behind that and see what we can do to get something like yeah, it that. It seems like board set up games are coming back too. Like families are actually starting to put the phones down, put the tablets down, get off the computers. I think that's what it is. Is before everybody had board games, and so video games were kind of the novelty. So everybody shifted, and now everybody plays video games. So now it's kind of shifting back a little bit. People are looking for some way to unplug and get the family together around a table and and play a game together. So that's uh, awesome. That might be, what, what better way than starting with that one? Exactly. <laughs> That'd be a great place to start for any any game collection. Uh, some other, not necessarily comic book related, but other pop culture headlines from over the weekend because you know part of the reason we've gone to more frequent shows is there's just so much going on right now. You oh, can't do yeah. it once a week and do it in two hours or less and hit all the major headlines, but we'll talk about a couple of things from uh, the week. Uh, did, have you, did you watch the... Uh, that this is America video <laughs> that Donald Glover put out. I forget his no, I alter ego. Then, uh, yeah, I was going to watch it before he picked up the kids. Then there was a whole bunch of they're resurfacing the parking lot, and there, I, there was a whole ordeal <laughs> with that. So I, I had it, and I, I just spaced it out. It's to it's it. absolutely worth watching. Uh, it's gone viral. I mean, it's what people are talking about right now. It's uh, a lot of symbolism in it, and this is you know we don't do a political show, and so we won't get into all the stuff, but. Uh, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth watching a time oh, or two yeah, just to see to. if you can catch what's going, what all is going on in it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Uh, you guys don't watch the uh, Steven Universe cartoon, do you? Uh, not since my daughter kind of got, got out, it, of it. out of it. Uh, her and uh, Odin were big into it for, I mean, literally up till just like until they. Ca- the it's it's been so sporadic, or? you know. You can't say okay, we're gonna watch this every. Tuesday, because it's not yeah. necessarily, you know, they might go four months, and then they'll show three episodes, and then it'll be another six months, and yeah. they'll put out I mean, they three more episodes. It, or, yeah. like they're quoting it now, so I don't know if it's a meme or something. They're big about, if something becomes yeah, a, if meme, it's a meme, it's then it's, yeah. It yeah. So, but they've been quoting some of the stuff, and just from listening to it, and we, we watched a few, my wife actually loves Steve. Oh, yeah, Universe. we love the show. It's one of those shows we'll watch as a whole family. They had a major, uh, major episode, uh couple episodes, I guess, because they do them kind of two 10-minute episodes or whatever, 15-minute episodes. So uh-huh. A couple big episodes earlier this week. So, yeah, if they're still interested, you'll definitely want to go back and check those out because it's kind of uh, – it feels like they're uh, setting up the end game maybe, kind of shaking the foundations a little bit and moving towards maybe ending it, which would be sad when it ends. But I have to tell it, the kids because, like I said, they were big into it, and they may have forgot that it's – because they don't really – I know it sounds weird. Kids don't really watch any TV yeah. at all. 
We and we yeah we since we got rid of the cable and the satellite, you know, we still there are a few show, shows that we'll subscribe to through like Amazon or something or iTunes or whatever. And so we, I don't even think about it until I get the notification. Hey, there's a new episode, and that was one where we, it's like, hey, we we'll subscribe to that because everybody in our family likes it. And yeah, I uh, got the notification the other day. It's like, hey, there's a new episode. I was like, oh okay. So we sat down and watched it, and yeah, it's pretty pretty good. And you kind of kind of makes you wonder how they're going to wrap this thing all up. But at the same time, it also feels like it's familiar enough where like, yeah, we kind of know how they're going to wrap things up because this is how everybody does. But yeah, but their own spin on it. And uh, this week also now I have. Uh, a one month free subscription to YouTube Red <laughs> based entirely on uh, Cobra Kai, which came out came out last week, I guess. I didn't get a chance to sit down and watch it until yesterday. Yep. And uh, I watched the two free episodes on YouTube, which I encourage everybody to do because it's two free episodes. And if that doesn't hook you, you can walk away and be like, oh, I've only spent 40 minutes of my time because they're short, you know, 20, 25 minute episodes. But, uh, but now I'm through episode five, <laughs> so <laughs> well, halfway through the season because it's you, you cannot take your eyes off that screen when that show's on. And for me, it's uh, I told Joey about it, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, dude, it's so good." And I I was on Facebook and I saw you put you put a post on there about how awesome it was and blah blah stuff like that. And I was like, oh, "It does my heart good that <laughs> I actually have something that Joey was like, you know, you're right. It was good. It, it was one of those things when when they first announced it." They weren't real clear what it was. I mean, we yeah. knew conceptually that this is, you know, 35, 40 years after the movie. Um, but, they, they, you know, it was hard to tell what the tone of it was. Was this going to be a serious? Was it going to be a comedy? Was it going to be a drama? What is it action? Is it, you know, it, they, they weren't real clear about it. Well, I think it. one of the first trailers was like the commercial for LaRusso Motors. Yeah. And I'm and like, like, this is kind of corny as hell. Yeah. So then it wasn't probably until the, God, is. I think they did six or ten trailers for right. it. And it went until one of the last ones where you see, oh, there's going to be a tournament at the end of this yeah. thing, apparently. So. Yeah, it's, uh, man, the guy that played Johnny in the original, you know, one of the original you know, douche bros on in yeah. film, you know. They, the same, they got the same actor back, which I cannot, I'm sure he's been in other things, but I can't think of anything that he's been in that I can immediately say, oh, yeah, he was in, this, besides that first Karate Kid movie, he wasn't not, even in the what sequels. A crazy thing for him to uh, be like, all right, I'll come back and do this one. But, but he has not, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of range to that character in there, because yeah. all you got to do is just go be an asshole, yeah. you know? But, uh, but man, this, the show's so good on so many levels, because it takes everything about that first movie and completely inverts it but it doesn't it's not just a mirror image of it what i mean is like when we first meet mr miyagi you know he's kind of a handyman right that's what he does he's you know he's yep. goes out and fixes things just kind of an odd job kind of stuff when we first meet johnny which you know this is like 35 years later we pick up where his life is you know and we see that things you know have taken you know he when he lost the tournament you know it kind of hit him you know his confidence whatever it, it shattered his prospects whatever he thought he had for the future and he's now he's kind of doing the odd jobs just trying to make a living grungy you know, yeah we've got you know remember mr miyagi had this graveyard of old classic cars well johnny doesn't have that but he's got his you know he's driving around his firebird you know yep. still and so <laughs> to see the way you know the way that this show completely takes those things but it's not but he's not Mr. Miyagi. He's still a self-centered asshole throughout this yeah. whole show, you know. And so, but the way, and then now you've got you know Daniel who 
took the opposite path. He won the tournament. He's got this luxury car, multiple luxury car lots yeah, apparently like five around California. Yeah. I think, something like that. So I mean, and he's kind of the bully in this case because he's got everything. He's he's everything that Johnny was on path to be. Yeah. And Johnny's you know taking a hit, but. At the same time, there's so much stuff going on. I mean, there. I think this was in one of the trailers. There's a scene where, uh, you know, just like in the original, you know, Mr. Miyagi saves Daniel from getting beat up by bullies. We see that right off the bat in the first episode. But this time, it's Johnny. He's not saving the kid. He's mad because these guys have are yeah. fighting the kid over well, his car. Yeah, they <laughs> him against the car. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Hey. So it's not. So it's it's the same, but it's different. That's what I mean. It's it's a different take on it, but. Uh, then later on, he's training this kid, and you know the kid's cleaning the windows. He's like, "Is there a certain way you want me to clean?" He's like, "I don't care. Whatever's easiest." You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just so it's 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 playing on those things, but it's it's kind of a mirror twist. It's like a funhouse mirror, I guess, reflection of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so the way they've done it is just it's outstanding, and just the fact that, like I said, I can't remember this guy being in much, but the performance he gives, I mean, it is at times hilarious and at times heartbreaking, and at times, I mean, it's just by turns, it's just so. It's just so mesmerizing to watch this guy. And I love the fact that this is not an hour-long episode. <laughs> These are yeah. quick, you know, looks like it was made for a 30-minute episode, and you could easily see, like, okay, it's 25 minutes because they gave him five minutes for commercials or yeah. whatever. You could see it being on. And I, and that's part of it is I wish that it was on something besides. I mean, nothing's as big as YouTube. Yeah. Sorry about that. we we got to ask questions by a customer. <laughs> we don't work here. Uh, so the fact that it's on YouTube, I know YouTube is big. Everybody can watch YouTube. Everybody can watch YouTube for free. Hang on one sec. Well, yeah. Okay, there we go. So, uh, so uh, the fact that it's on YouTube, everybody can watch YouTube. Everybody can see the first two episodes, but I feel like if it wasn't on YouTube, if it was on Netflix or Hulu, something where somebody already has it, people would be talking about it much more than they have been because I haven't seen a whole lot of people talking about it. I'm afraid yeah. they're burying it under YouTube, which is great for YouTube, but I'm afraid it being buried a little bit maybe. Yeah, I've been talking about it constantly and showing the trailers and uh, reposting the first couple episodes i'm like people watching this thing is you you're gonna enjoy it. if you love the karate kid movies at all yeah you're gonna really love the cobra kai it, the, and his acting in it it reminds me a little bit of uh of uh joel McHale's character like on community you know yeah. kind of a jerk kind of <laughs> it, 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 but at the same he's also a little he's got it's just a little bit of different characters you can kind of see he's i mean you know, there's that one scene in the Karate Kid where Miyagi's drunk <laughs> because of his yeah. wife or whatever, you know, and, yeah. and so Daniel has to like put him in bed. And this guy, kind of, he's complete. He's an alcoholic. He's functional. He's a functional alcoholic, but he's an alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, that's call it what it is, um, in part because of his situation with his wife and kid and stuff. So I mean, it's just they take they take what we already knew, you know, and have loved for like I said, 35 years or more, and a completely look at it through a different lens it's the story through you know the bad guy's point of view and you realize he isn't a bad guy you see you know as you get further into it, you kind of see how he, why he became who he became and well you also it's, it's think, great i mean if you if you were a good looking kid that right. come from money. some money and you were driving a red trans am back in the day right. and you were you're the top guy in a martial arts thing with all your bros basically yeah, going pumping you up, yeah, and, pumping yeah. you up constantly. I'm sorry, but anybody, and I literally mean anybody, would turn maybe not that much, but pretty darn close. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's easy to sit there and go, Oh, he's the bad guy, and Daniel's the good guy, but you know, yeah, it kind of looks at through a different you, you look at it, you know, you, you get the get the luxury of looking at it through hindsight sort of and yep. seeing like okay well now i see how 
how his life was before and how he turned out and really that those you know I hear it all the time, you know, especially living here in the Midwest. You hear a lot of people talking about how, you know, high school was the best days of their lives. Oh, and, all the time. And it's kind of, I feel kind of sad for them. It's like, really, that was it? <laughs> that was the top of the mountain and it's all been downhill since because, and you get a sense in this show that that's who that guy was. You know, that was his glory days and yeah. it's all been downhill since then. So, yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I noticed too with a lot of people I know, you know, they're like, oh yeah, high school is, remember in high school and Bobble high school and it's like, Man, I, I, the times I talk about high school in a year, you can like <laughs> count on one hand and have change. Yeah, exactly. I was like, and that's usually because a story, something funny, is, that started with this one time we were out drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true too. But yes, if you don't, if you guys haven't watched the Cobra Kai, at least give the two first two free episodes a shot. Oh, absolutely! It's you know, like I said, for forty minutes, you're not going to do anything else in forty minutes. It's going to be as entertaining as that. And if it doesn't grab you, then walk away. But I have a feeling, and and I, from what I understand, they're giving away a month free to people that sign up for the first time. I'm assuming because I got a free month when I signed up yeah. for the first time, and so and it's not the Hulu model where they give you two episodes and then they dole them out one a week for the next however long. This is like the Netflix model where you can sit down and binge all ten of them. There's only ten episodes. I mean, so you know, what are you looking at? Two hundred minutes. It's a little more than three hours. You could watch that in an evening if you wanted to. Yeah, you know. and we all know most of the people listen to this. <laughs> we'll sit down and binge it. Yeah. yeah. What ten? Well, a ten hour, yeah, yeah, ten hours worth of show or thirteen <laughs> one hour shows. So, so yeah, I, I actually I was saying I got when we bought the skull candy earphones, mm-hmm. uh, we got a three month subscription to it, and I right. tried doing that, and for some reason it doesn't work, and I went online. That's a long story, but so now I'm going to do the one month, month and, yeah, because I have to know how this thing ends. I, I oh just, yeah. It, I have to know what's going to go on season or in uh, episode three. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, it gets, mean, and it's funny too because they hit first episode right off the bat. I mean, they're talking to the fans that have been talking about this movie, you know, for the last three five, right right up front. First episode, you know, you have uh, you know Johnny's in a situation where he runs into Daniel, and it's not the best of situations. But you know, they start Daniel starts kind of talking and bringing up the past and talking about the tournament and showing his buddies, hey, this is the guy, you know. Yeah. And, and Johnny Ryder runs like, yeah, it was an illegal kick. And yeah. he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you you hit me in the knee. And he's like, yeah, and I got a warning. You did an illegal move and you got to win. <laughs> you know, so like right in front, everybody that's been talking online and talking, you know, in their circles for years about how you know he shouldn't have won that based off of that kick because it was outside the strike zone. He hit him in the net face. And yeah. So it's funny that right off the bat they're like, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's funny that they they did bring that up and they immediately play to the fans that have been talking about that for you know, except thirty years, thirty five years now. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great show. And if you can't tell, we love this. So uh. yeah, it's a great show. It has nothing to do with comics whatsoever. <laughs> what does have to do with comics? Uh, some new books on the shelves this week. Uh, Image Comics has Southern Bastards number twenty out by uh, by the Jasons, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. Uh, DC Comics has Justice League No Justice number one. The No Justice uh, storyline is going to be kind of setting up their summer over at DC and what comes after. So if you're looking to get on board with the DC, I watched, uh, <laughs> going on a tangent again, I watched Justice League finally. Uh-huh. That was not a good movie at all. <laughs> yeah. The books are better, I'll tell you that. So if, even if you didn't like the Justice League movie, if the comic book appeals to you, uh, come get Justice League No Justice number one out this week. Yeah, no surprise. I, lo- I love the Justice yeah, we League know movie, you did. but that's right. I, I sat through it, but I would find myself getting up at times, like, I wonder what's going on in this room of the house. You know, just like, uh, wow, this sad. is, yeah, it was sad. You're yeah. right. Uh, 
Batman White Knight number eight. They're wrapping up the White Knight storyline. Uh, it's kind of an alternate universe storyline in Batman where uh, where the Joker actually is the good guy. Uh, it's been fun to read and watch. So uh, that wraps up this week with eight number eight of eight. Uh, new Detective Comics, The Flash, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, Scooby Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> those, I love the the uh, mashups they've been doing with the DC Comics, where they're taking those old Hanna Barbera cartoons and and redoing them in a different way. And the Scooby Apocalypse has been a fun one. It's that the Scooby. Fun. It's the Scooby game after the after the zombie apocalypse. And oh, so, is it really? Oh yeah, it's it's a, it's like the Walking Dead meets Scooby Doo. It's they've been fun to read. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, Suicide Squad book out this week. New Wonder Woman. Uh, Marvel has uh, another milestone because for whatever reason they're hitting all their hundreds in the last couple weeks. Uh, Despicable Deadpool number three hundreds out. That, they were also doing their relaunch, so you're getting some new number ones. Uh, number one, uh, issue number one for Doctor Strange. Uh, Venom number one. Thank you. Yeah, I was getting there <laughs> alphabetically. <laughs> Thanks, Dustin. Yes, Venom number one is out. Immortal Hulk number one. And uh, The Hunt for Wolverine, the Adam Antium Agenda number one are out. So a lot of number ones at Marvel, and at the same time, a lot of their big... 300, 700, 800 books uh, this week. That's like three of my favorite people. Uh, <laughs> yep. Wolverine, Hulk, and Venom. So. Yep, so there you go. Uh, so be sure, if you haven't, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but if you haven't yet, uh, be sure to vote in our uh, social media poll. You can find it on Twitter or on Facebook. I think you can do a poll on Facebook because I've seen them. <laughs> I just haven't sat down to figure out how to do it because I've yeah. just been like putting it text-wise. But, uh, but you can go vote in the poll on Twitter. We are at PGTC Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash popgoesthecultureplodcast. doesn't matter where you go. You can go and vote in either one. You can vote in both. Um, we are asking the question this week, who are your favorite mothers or mother-type figures in pop culture? So it can be comics, uh, books, TV, movies, music, I guess. Is there a musical mother? <laughs> mother. If you want to jump on the <laughs> and go ahead and vote for Beverly Goldberg. So the rest of you Might as well States, with the rest so. of us. Uh, but you can, vote, <laughs> you can vote if you don't see your choice there. Uh, you can write it in. You can put a photo. We've had some gifts. We've had a lot of good suggestions. Yeah. See, I don't know if you've been watching. Yeah, don't be afraid to like <laughs> write it in or do the gif or do. Yeah, we've GIF, got. I mean, we've uh, got our uh, long section for <laughs> Saturday already written by the people voting on the poll. So yeah. I mean, we've got. If we just took the stuff that they've suggested, that we would have our second half of our Saturday show. So yeah, because it's. I think it's cool to find out who you guys think. You know, there are some that I completely forgotten. Oh yeah, there's some I'd completely forgotten. There are a few that was like, yeah. We could we could have gone that route, but then there was some that was like, oh yeah, that's funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys are uh, pulling us through this week on the poll, but it's not too late. The poll doesn't close until Friday at noon. That's noon Central Time. So uh, if you're not sure what time zone you're in or how that matches up to Central Time, just don't wait. Just go vote now uh, on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, also, we give you the top headlines every week in pop culture, and if there's something you feel like we should uh, be talking about, let us know. You can tell us that on social media as well, at uh, Twitter and Facebook, or you can email us at popgoestheemail at gmail.com. Links to the social media, the email, all that, and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. We're going to chat with some customers as they come through, because that's all I've got on the scripted portion of our show here. Uh, so we'll just chit chat with uh, Dustin and Will as they're available. If Kenny and I got something that we want to talk about on air, we'll do that. Or as uh, customers come through, 
we'll be grabbing them and asking them uh, their thoughts and feelings as well. I do want to grab Dustin at some point. I know he finally saw uh, Avengers Infinity War, so I want to see what his take was on that. I know he liked it, but uh, let's see if he's got a, a more nuanced take than just he liked it. So we'll try to grab those uh, and other comments as we have time uh, throughout the morning here. Yes, the... You know, going back to you, you know, you saying you watched the Justice League and you didn't like it, and <laughs> that's uh, fine. We can disagree. No, this isn't a you should like it because you know it's just right. one of those things that is is sad that they can't figure it out because Over there's DC. so many great DC characters that would you know people would love to see a movie of you know and stuff, and you would think that you know following the same thing of Okay, the Avengers brought all the characters together, so that should work if you bring, you know. Well, and a couple of thoughts on that. I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but the, the directors of the Avengers Infinity War and the CEO at Marvel Studios and the president and stuff, they've all come out and said, you know, our advice to film studios trying to make a big shared universe is don't. We didn't try doing that. We started off making one movie, and then we threw a a throwaway, you know, scene at the end of the credits that said, hey, we'll do another one of these if you guys pay us enough money, basically, is what they said. <laughs> yeah. And that's just built over time. And so when you bring them all together after 10 years and 18, 19 other movies, it feels like, whoa, you know, this is, all, you know, we've got here finally. So well, do you think if they would have done... I think DC's done... trying to... I think DC's doing what we see a lot of right now, not just in pop culture, but in society in general, is... That's the way Marvel did it, or we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do everything that Marvel didn't do. Well, Marvel did it that way, and look how much money they're making. Yeah. Maybe you ought to try doing it that way. So I'm wondering, you know, you had Wonder Woman. It was an awesome movie, you yep. know. And uh, if they would have taken the time to do a really killer Superman movie. Right, because the really last few aren't ki- good. <laughs> yeah, and do a really killer Batman movie. Then you have a really killer, maybe Green Lantern movie, really mm-hmm. killer Flash movie. And then... In twenty twenty five, right? Then pull them together. Yeah, yeah pull that would. I think that would have been a better approach. I think you can do. I think part of their problem has been that they have not had the right creative uh, vision behind their universe. I mean, Zack Snyder, he was great when he made three hundred. I thought that was a great, you know, for what it was. It fit yeah. his style really well because that movie is. That that property needs that his style to make a really good movie out of it. But I have not been a big fan of a lot of his other films because he's trying to do things where his style doesn't fit the material as well. And when you're talking about material like DC Comics that's 80-plus years old, the material's there. You need to find the right person. You need to match the right vision, creative vision for the films with that material that already exists. Because he comes in with his creative vision and then his vision, in order to make his vision work, he kind of twists and taints the material. So Batman versus Superman is a great example. That was that was neither a Batman movie nor a Superman movie. It was yeah. a Zack Snyder movie, you know. So, yeah, I think that, you know, that's what Marvel's done a really good job of is getting the right vision for their movies. And DC did that when they did Wonder Woman. But it's just they haven't done that with the others, you know. I mean... 
you know, John Favreau did the first Iron Man, I think the first two Iron Man movies, and it was a perfect vision fit for that. You know, Black yeah. Panther, they got Ryan Coogler. He was the only person that could tell that story at that time. With Wonder Woman, they got Patty Jenkins, and she was the right person for that story. Yeah. You know, Joss Whedon that came in and did Avengers. He was the right guy. After writing Toy Story, he was the right guy to do Avengers because he's bringing in all these different elements and making them play together in the sandbox. So DC's just, like, been we're going to follow the Zack Snyder path and everybody has to kind of fall underneath it until Wonder Woman kind of broke out. And now they're like, okay, well maybe that's not the right approach to take. So it'd be nice if they would go ahead and, you know, sit down and go, okay, we're doing this. And then once the stink blows off of it, right. you know, 10 years from now, maybe try something, you know, yeah. or maybe not just leave it alone. Well, so. Part of their problem is too, is they need to give it a rest for a while because we hadn't had a Marvel movie a really good Marvel movie until Iron Man kind of kicked it off. There had been that rest period where there wasn't, so you didn't have to worry about, is this in continuity or is this outside of, you know, because right now DC's even talking about, we're not going to rest. We got to keep pumping movies out because we got to make money for the studio. So we're going to make a Joker movie, but it's not going to have anything to do with the main DC storyline, you know? So it's like, okay, well you've got to let people miss Batman for a while. You gotta yeah. let people miss the Joker. And then when you come back, make sure you get your ducks in a line so that it's like, okay, this is kind of where we're starting and moving forward from, you know. So <laughs> that's my thoughts on it because yeah, they they rushed it and it was yeah. not a good you know, Justice League was not a good movie. It wasn't a good movie first. Yeah. You know, you gotta make a good movie first and then you build from that. Well have you seen um while we're on DC, have you seen where they're talking about uh season five of Gotham? Being almost a complete reboot, I've a re- I've I've I haven't seen that. What I have seen is that they're writing season four, and they just have told them at this point, just go ahead and if you want to throw something in there, go ahead and throw it in now. Yeah. They're kind of letting them loose on season four, so that might be that. Yeah, they're well. The initial telling thing them do was what like, you want with four, and then we'll st- kind of start over five. I could I could see well, that. The, the initial thing was like everybody's freaking out because they were like. They're changing the cast members. Right. They're changing everything up, and it, the, as it comes out more, there because that was just people assuming. Now that they're actually kind of talking about right. it, it seems like there's going to be the last three episodes of Gotham is going to be. Maybe like it sounds a, like an earthquake, right? And it you know does yeah. everything. And uh, season five is uh, well, four is going to end on a huge cliffhanger. Right. So they're like, if we get a five, they're like we're. Pretty certain there's going to be a five, right? But we're kind of letting them know that when five happens, it's going to be a lot of people who you wouldn't think work together, right? Is going to work together, and it's going to be a climbing out of this, yeah, disaster. You know, that, yeah. yeah, stuff. So yeah, that makes sense. And they've they've kind of done that a little bit with on Agents of Shield as well, where they're like, yeah. you know, what we don't know if we're getting another season or not, and so we're going to wrap this up as though. You know, we're going to leave ourselves a way out, but if we, if we don't get another one, that's cool because we've kind of found some closure. Now, Gotham's not doing that. They are doing a cliffhanger, but yeah. they're kind of like the same type of thing. Like, just throw it all out there now, whatever you yeah. want to do, because we're going to reboot this thing a little bit going I, forward. So I, I don't know, you know, because they're worried about fans, you know, and right. being one of those fans. I don't want to see somebody else playing the Penguin or somebody right. else playing blah, blah. And I don't want to see them brighten it up because I love the right. darkness of Gotham. Right. And it seems like, you know, this season has been really cool because there's been a lot of crazy kills and a lot of crazy <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah, you just know? going wild with it, yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, just that's my opinion on it. And, <laughs> yeah. And I do think, I don't know, have you been watching it? 
I no, I haven't stayed with it as much as I should okay, have. Well, I, can, I pop in every once in a while. I know what's going on. It's one of those shows, and maybe I'm weird, and but I do this with a lot of shows that are popular or that I think should appeal to me, but just whatever don't. But I won't necessarily watch every episode, but I'll go back and read the recap so I kind of know where the story okay. is and where the characters are at and stuff. So I could pop in at any point and be like, okay, I don't have to go back and watch those last five episodes I missed. I kind of know where we're at right now. And I'm almost to that point <laughs> with yeah. the CW stuff, with the flat. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where now it's like, how many more weeks of this do we have before yeah. I can have my Wednesday nights or Thursday nights back and Tuesday nights back? And Well, with the Gotham, there's a couple points in this season where they – like went 30 miles off the road right? just to come back at the same place they were 10 feet further down. Right. I mean, it was like... Do we need to do that? Why yeah. did we need to do that? And like the CW shows, like the Arrow got good for me because it was a lot Diaz heavy. Right. And so it, that's a kick-ass like, character. That would have been nice and, if they had done that, you know, yeah. six months ago. Or. Yeah, three seasons ago. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry. But, uh, but, you know, The Flash introducing, you know, what's either their daughter or somebody's right. something. Somebody's relation, um, yeah. You know, that that's a nice little thing. That, but I am ready to see this whole DeVoe thing wrap Go up. Away. It's, yeah. It has dragged on longer <laughs> than... Uh, uh, than it needed to, that's yeah. for sure. Then, well, then last season with uh, What's His Nuts... Um, Silver Speedster guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I know. I can't think. Uh, Savitar, yeah. Yeah. There we go. I keep wanting to call him Godspeed. That's a different character. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I thought that dragged on, but holy shit, this devote man. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. geez, it's got the mercy break on. You're trying to tow it down the road. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, then, I'm almost to the point. Yeah, Walking Dead's one of those. Game of Thrones. There are a few of those shows where I was like, I don't need to sit down and watch these shows, but I'll keep up with the storyline. So, if something exciting is going on and it's worth popping back in for, then I can pop back in and know where I'm at and, you know, be grounded enough to know what's going on. But yeah, I've stuck with all those CW shows, even though I've, there have been times where I've been like, okay, I'm done. But yeah. They're about to get relegated to the, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just read the recap status, you know. Well, we've gotten away from the comic books. Is there any comic books that you this week, uh, I don't know. Let me go back and look through the list. Yeah, there's nothing this week that I'm picking up. Most of the stuff I've got, I'm, I don't know. The, I'm, I'm trying to pare down my comic book collection stuff, and I'm trying to go more digital because I'm running out of room <laughs> for comics. I probably uh, need I to go start you. selling stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't have anything on this week that I'm picking up. So, so I think my brother, oh, this was two or three weeks ago, something like that. He was. He sold like three or four of his long boxes. Yeah. I was like, oh man, you're getting rid of everything? He's like, no, not everything. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, I had more. Yeah. He's like, I've already gotten rid of like, I think he got rid of 10 long boxes and he still had right. several. He's like, these are all ones that I bought just because. And he's like, I'm, I, they're just sitting there. Yeah. No, I'm to the point too where, you know, a lot of these, you know, Marvel's starting over. So all the old stuff that I was reading is kind of wrapping up because they're starting over. So I'm like, well, I'll just kind of, when the story wraps up, I'll kind of wrap up that too. And then, so, you know, everybody's got their event stuff coming up. And it's like, well, everything leads up to the event. And I've been burned out on the event so much in the past. I'm kind of like, well, when you start that, it's a great time for me to pop off. So I'm, I'm down, to, down to the bare minimum of, of the books. I used I'm to have, like, a lot from when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I still have, like, for some reason, I still have several G.I. Joe Oh yeah, comics, and uh, then I, 
Like I have one. It's uh, Wolverine versus Spider Man, uh-huh. and for some reason I just love that comic. For and I don't know because I kept it all these yeah, years. Yeah. So, and then I think a couple more Wolverines, and I think a couple Batman things that just struck me. Yeah, as. Batman's one of those where I'll still. You know, I've got a lot of Batman stuff, and again, it's kind of the same problem they have with their movies. Where I'll be like. I will pick up the definitive, you know, this is the story of Batman, but then they change so often and they reboot things, and that story no longer exists because we changed it. So now this is something that replay, and it's like, well, it still exists because I've still got it over here in this box, but yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of burned me out on, you know, when I like to collect things, I'm like, I want to collect the complete set of whatever it is. I don't have to get everything, but if I'm going to get this piece of that, you know, I, I don't need every every slice of pie that there is, but if I'm going to collect this slice of it, I'm going to collect the entire slice and all yeah. the crumbs that go with it, you know. And well, there's, That's the problem with comic books. Is it's, it's hard to do that because it changes so much, and, you know, it's kind of frustrating in that respect for me. So, yeah, I'm getting it down to just, I'll just read the stories I want to read by the creators that are telling yeah. the good stories, you know. So Yeah, I hate, you know, that's, as far as for, I don't know how the digital versus... Uh, you know the actual comic book in your hand yeah. relates to how they get paid, right? I, I don't know much about that. I, I want to. Say, I forget who we were talking to that was saying that at the uh, at the convention. at the con. You know, they were talking about that, and I was I was trying to listen, but there was a chatty person behind <laughs> me, and um, they were. Uh, I don't know how that affects it, but I, like I could see like doing the digital for most of your stuff. Yeah, but when you find that. That, uh, that yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, that's where I've got. Like, I'm only collecting like three or four books now. Yeah, but but I'm leading a lot on the digital. But there are a few that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have that. You know. So. Do you think if you know if you say how many books are usually in a series? Uh, either, well, it depends. Either six or twelve usually. Okay, usually multiples so, of six. Usually. So let's go ahead and say twelve. Yeah. And let's say you've got. Let's just say six uh-huh. that you're like, oh yeah, blah blah. Do you wonder that a few years from now you're going to break those out, find them, be like, man, I wish I would have got all twelve of these, you know? Well, if I, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm the completest. So if it's like, you know, there are there are only a few that I'm collecting that are just numbered editions, you know, that they just keep going on. But a lot of yeah. any more what I'm buying are the ones where they say this is, you know, they're only doing eight of this in this series, or they're only doing twelve in this series, they're only doing six in this series. So I'll be like. I'm good for that. I like the people behind it. I like the storyline. I'll get that six or that eight or that 12, and I'll collect those. But then, like, if I'm just reading Batman, let's say, I don't necessarily need to have, you know, all of Batman, you know what I mean? So I'll ask you, and I'd like to get their opinion yeah. on this, too, so help me remember this if you yeah, can. Cause, yeah, because they're busy. Um, what do you think makes one issue, not necessarily the series, but, like, an issue – Worth so much more for someone who doesn't know a lot about comics. Worth as far as dollar value. Value, yeah. Mm, usually, the issue that the issues that are worth the most dollar value on the resale piece of it is like it's the first time this character was introduced. Or oh, okay. This was like the first time this story element was introduced, or you know, it's a lot of those first, or it's a a milestone, like you know, like we talked about how a lot of Marvels coming up on a lot of hundreds. You know, so like uh, number so one, number yeah, number three hundred, number you know, because what they'll do is on those hundred issues is they'll bring in different artists or different story teams, and they'll kind of you know tell like it'll be a bigger issue, and it won't necessarily 
follow what have the stories been. It's like we'll do like four separate shorter stories inside this one collected issue. So you've got more writers, more artists on it, and it kind of gives you more of a sample of what the character has been. Usually, what they'll do a lot of times is they'll bring in, you know, people that have drawn this character or colored this book for in the past but aren't now. So they'll bring in like a couple different teams. (laughs) Come on over here. I'll (laughs) grab you. Will's going to jump in and join us. I was asking him. I don't know a lot about. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead and pull it up. I don't know a lot about, you know, like comics, what makes them valuable and stuff like that. So I was asking him mm-hmm. what uh, makes a particular issue popular. He's telling me the introduction of a character yeah, or absolutely. something mm-hmm. or whatever. Have you noticed any, like, newer comics that have gone, uh, been valuable been, and why? That have, that have been the, the, uh, the comic version of going viral, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, for one, in Amazing Spider-Man, Red Goblin, hands yeah. down. Like, that's something that is. Uh, that's going on currently. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's been something pretty huge. That and just another thing that we'll have when you have your icons just come back. Because I mean, there'd be like Wolverine's coming back now. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yep. I can see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. That's why I was wondering if anybody, because I, for me, I know like people want to get older issues of stuff because they remember it as a kid or blah blah. But for something new, what you know, if you'd noticed anything that people are like. Do you guys have, <laughs> you know, and then why the reason they had to have that one? That's you know? true. So yeah. I didn't know if anything, like the I don't know anything about the Red Goblin. So oh, apparently yeah, yeah. this is a pretty cool person or something. Uh, yeah, well, it's oh. it's a mashup of a couple. Exactly. It's, it's the Green Goblin. It's Norman Osborn mm-hmm. and the Carnage symbiote, which is from the Venom. Oh, anything wow. anything touches Venom, it's kind of has its kind oh, of its own flavor. Its own little, uh, yeah, Venom's got its own little funk. So when you've I've got always, something that's attached to of, that, yeah. to and it always remembers too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Anything Carnage or Venom, I've loved since I was a little kid. Absolutely, so I like all the evil stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the bad stuff is cool. Actually, I was super happy. This the uh, the last day I worked, we had uh, I come in with a whole bunch of uh, Venom stuff as far as like old funeral pyre, you know, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I, I guess we did have some Lethal Protector stuff. Original oh really? Stuff come, wow. Come to the door, yeah. Well, so that, that kind of brings the next thing. Mm-hmm. If you've seen since Venom's going to be coming yep. out, exactly. You're going to see a lot interest. of the yep. comic books coming in. People are like, "Is this worth anything?" Exactly. And, yep. And it probably and it usually is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Say is. yeah it's it's the stuff they piled away in the attic or the basement and they've forgotten about. But then somebody, <laughs> it's like, "Oh, that's that's hot again." I'll, I think I've still got those. And so yeah. that's obviously, I guess, work with the Avengers comics or just oh, the absolutely. individual people's comics. Uh, as e- they even when it comes to big team base Avengers, the lineups change a lot. So. You know, it, it just depends of the character or, or as far as storyline going going at the time. But, uh, yeah, usually uh, you're better. I mean, it's going to be a little bit more focused, and especially when it comes to the buyer perspective to just focus on, you know. A character. character. Yeah. So Now, the working here, do you get a kind of a feel of, like, if something comes, not necessarily through the door, something brand new comes, mm-hmm. and you're opening it up, you're looking and seeing, and you maybe flip through it, and you're like, this one's probably gonna be oh, yeah. something. Yeah, previews to me is like early Christmas every month. <laughs> yeah, like for real. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit there and just digest it for like a full night. Like, and uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it happens. Yeah, every month that way, including in toys and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like some of the things we, you know, we pretty up on to get special or special order toys is something that's handled usually a little different. One thing that I, I wish we did have that I remember seeing from the last preview, so if you guys see it out there, definitely pick one up for me, uh, <laughs> is I love my Gremlins uh-huh. when it comes yeah. down to it. And they finally re-released a uh, uh, 
the whole striped spider gremlin from Gremlins 2. No oh, right. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. And same format, but with like a fraction of the price. That thing was going for like well over $300 yeah. at the time, and now it's like oh. down to less than 100 Like. But it seems like Gremlins 2 is like really all of a sudden is like mm-hmm. in the last month or two for yep. whatever reason Gremlins not not the original yeah. Gremlins but 2 is like coming yeah he had variety yeah I guess I don't know <laughs> why but yeah for whatever reason I've seen a ton of Gremlins 2 stuff in the mm-hmm. last month or two for and I, I was I was, I was scouring like, are they announcing a reboot are they doing something <laughs> different what are they why, why is this all of a sudden right. everybody's talking Gremlins 2? Because if I remember right, true. that movie doesn't hold up all no, that well. It really doesn't. <laughs> I don't remember much about <laughs> yeah, it. I tell you a lot movie. about the first one. Yeah, it's been oh, yeah. 25 years since yeah, I've yeah, seen we, that. Yeah, so. we pull out the first one every Christmas. Yeah, yeah, same here, actually. actually yeah. Yeah. Huh? But yeah, the second one, it's like, I know <laughs> it's not that good a movie. Yeah, it's just a variety of the, the Gremlins, honestly. Yeah, there's like, so many different. Iconic yeah. visuals, I guess, Yeah, it comes down to. The spider and then the female. The Rambo, Gizmo. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> yeah. no, that makes sense. Gives yeah. people more, more stuff to, to collect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I know. I've recently uh, developed a pop uh, addiction. Pop addiction. Oh, I've been going and down that rabbit hole too. <laughs> that's what I, told him. I, I, I told him, don't buy the first one because after you buy the first yep. one, yeah. you'll end up sending your paycheck. And it sucks because I had to ask him when we went to uh, PlanetCon this year. I had to ask, do you have a Kevin Smith? Because oh, yeah. back in when uh, I had more of a beard and had uh-huh. long hair, I used to wear my hat backwards. Nice. I, I, would, I had actually had there like a white go. zombie uh, hockey yeah, jersey and a couple better, stuff. And so everybody was like, oh, Silent Bob, you know, stuff like, like that. No, uh, this is just what I wore today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no, it's not cosplay. Is, yeah, no, this is how I look <laughs> every <crazy>. day. <laughs> go change my clothes real quick. <laughs> yeah. my hair, but but uh, so Did that's the one. one. Yeah, yep. they actually had awesome. one. And, uh, oh, man. I was worried it's going to cost a lot. It didn't. It's only like fifteen bucks, something like wow. that. Is is I think he's wearing the uh, Fat Man on Batman oh, jersey. So, oh yeah, and, which is awesome because I didn't know we you know listen to the podcast yeah. and oh, stuff yeah. and uh, watch it on YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and then they had uh, I forget who my second one was now. Oh, you it's walked, Bob Ross because you walked yeah, out of there with eight. I know <laughs> <laughs> you, you went in, you went in owning none and you well, walked out owning that's eight. The problem, <laughs> like I'm old enough, I actually got to meet Bob Ross. Oh our our uh, awesome. art teacher actually was friends with him, what? so we actually Ina. took a yeah Ina. Yeah. So she uh, for the summer she took all of us and we went and met him. So he has family up north. So she got a hold of him. He's like, that. yeah, come on up. And, like, we hung out and stuff for the weekend, and it was really cool. Is he as smooth as he is on TV? Oh, super, Just like, super mellow. nice dude. Yeah. Oh, he was so I heard the only thing he ever got upset about was that he hated the hair. He wanted to get. Yeah, he wanted to do too, something. Yeah. He wanted to cut it down. He uh, wanted to change it. They're like, you can't. Yeah, you can't at do that. That. Yeah. Like, nope. so was like the only thing he ever got really <laughs> upset about was. When they were in negotiations, like, you got to keep the hair. Sorry. Well, I actually no. have on uh, pre-order the uh, Deadpool Bob Ross. Yeah. I have <laughs> I that, that pop coming. Oh, so. my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> um, wow. But, yes, I have an addiction on it. But what I was going <laughs> to say is, like, back in the day, I, we, I used to collect uh, Star Wars, and we have a hilarious yeah, story All kinds of stories about that. About that. <laughs> but uh, I was always able to go, I'm going to get this one because, for some reason, I think it's going to uh, – I think it's going to be worth something. I I had a knack for knowing like toys what was going to be worth something. Yeah. But like I I could be holding a ten thousand dollar comic in my hand, and be like, yeah, I don't want that. Oh, Let me get this ten <laughs> cent one. That yeah. People would yeah. people would pick up to go. No, I no. don't even want that in my hand. <laughs> so I, I, that's why I was wanted to ask you that question of what yeah. you thought. You know, made a comic. 
You know, and if you've seen anything, do you, have you seen anything? Obviously, you said the Red Goblin, but have you seen anything else that you're thinking, hmm, well, this might be a... I mean, there's a lot of, like, when it comes to especially independent publishing and most and sought after stuff that you know is just going to be limited run. Of uh-huh. course, that's going to be a huge thing. Right. Uh, with pop culture. So what's a limited run? Like, like um, they only print uh, X thousand. Yeah. Only going to print so many thousand copies, and when they're yeah. gone, they're gone. Oh, okay, I didn't know if it was, like, three books or three. Yeah, well, I thought, yeah. 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 Yeah, there's so yeah, limited. there's limited series where it's like we're oh. this is like one of six and they're gonna be six issues, but then yeah, oh, okay. the limited runs limited, are like, limited not, runs like not mass produced. Yep. Yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and, and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of it I've seen was not so so limited, but definitely sought after. We can barely keep it. Like I was saying before, that labyrinth coordination. Right. Like Jim Henson books. For, and we got Fraggle Rock I've got. Yeah, I was gonna week. say I've yeah. I've got my Dark Crystal books. Yeah. That's one set that I huh? picked up was the the Super twelve of those. Rad. So. Yeah, stuff like that is definitely a collector's item, and a lot of that being a ground of a huge uh, franchise in general. Right, uh, you're looking at pretty well solidifying the value of such. Right, with that. So, if a comic book has like, uh, say, it's more story as opposed to bigger things of artwork or mm-hmm. something like that, do you feel like the story? Sells better than maybe some Ooh. of the. Seems like a lot of those end up being published as graphic novels anyway. Yeah. So there's usually not a whole lot of. Because with comics, it has to be like an ebb and flow to the story. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you, within an issue, you kind of know what beats you have to hit, especially. If so does that depend on the or, writer? Like, if the writer's really good, he yeah. can tell a killer story in a shorter amount and have more stuff as opposed to somebody who's. Kind of goes the long way of getting there, needs more. Yeah, I've got to fill. Yeah, and a lot of it, unfortunately, is it comes back to those trade paperback collections. They're they're going to bind six issues, so you've got to tell a six issue story. If you've got a three issue story, I hope you've got three standalones (laughs) you can put at the end of the book because otherwise you're filling a six issue book with three issues of filler. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Let's take a look at it from this person's (laughs) point of view. The same story I just told. Sometimes that that sometimes sometimes it can be a good angle, but right. Yeah, they did a really good job with that with Iron Fist and Scarlet Spider and stuff. Yep. But usually, yeah, you, you're kind of wanting to just keep the, the reader focused. It's, it's, yeah. You're not doing a crossover or something, you know. It's it's like those TV shows that you don't need a 13 episode season. Mm-hmm. This would have been a really good eight episode yeah. season, yeah. <laughs> but instead we got 13 episodes, and so yeah, yeah that makes sense. See, I'm learning all kinds of stuff today. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> awesome. But every and you, day, <laughs> and you, you hear it on you know the panels and the stuff we we work and attend and go to and stuff. It's it's a job, so I've got to crank out an issue, and it's got to, it's due at this deadline. Yep. So they're not all going to be winners. <laughs> you know, some of them are going to be, you know, kind of losers. But yeah, that's what uh, Odin and I were. We've got a character that we would like to do a comic book. It's not something that we're like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to sell millions. Right. Of, you know, it's not. Yeah. You just want to do it. And we say just want to do it to like check that off the list and stuff like that. And so I'm kind of like starting to look through more comic books to see how they're laid out and how we mm-hmm. need yep, to yeah. approach it because I. I don't know. I've read them, but there's a difference between reading them and studying them right. so to do something like that. So, yeah. I know that's why I'm asking lots of questions. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, something that's, that's always the... intrigued me is uh, I've seen a couple of bands do this, and it's a project that me and my, myself have been, has been working on for a little bit. Hello. And uh, even bands like Cannibal Corpse and stuff like that have done a comic adaption to their right. albums. Right, right. Yep. And what, one thing, I probably shouldn't even say anything, because... People are probably going, don't steal this idea. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was but, all trademarked. Anything you say out here, nobody can have. Yeah, Wildebeest, music. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, 
is take that to the next step that I've always, a lot of people that read comics, usually they watch a lot of film and stuff. Right. And to immerse as many senses as possible is something that, um, you know, I definitely, uh, most people you need to, you know, should make that mark to try to totally, fulfill, you know, immerse the reader into right. it. And something that's always intrigued me is like, okay, make a well, soundtrack for this, a book. Exactly. Yeah. Like even put time markers on, yeah. on each, like certain amount of pages to where you should be or, here. Or, or track you be listing or, yeah. They're in there. And I think that would be. Yeah, I think amazing. that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, be jumping on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you had it, yeah, or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Either time markers or yeah, if it's a just continuous play, yeah. or if you had track listings where you know, finish, you know, read these pages. If you're ahead of the track, let the track end, yep. and then go exactly. to the next page, start the next track. Yep. Yeah, that'd be actually pretty that'd cool. Be cool, right? Yeah, I yeah. agree. I, I, I think that'd be great for a local mm-hmm. band. That would maybe be a little harder to pull off, but uh, it's actually just solo. I play a lot of instruments. Okay. I did a lot of industrial metal and stuff back in the day, so uh-huh. I know how to do a lot of programming and stuff. Yep. And I don't mind doing the hard work of it. It's <laughs> yeah. actually more fulfilling that way sometimes yeah. than having a clash with others. It would build a band really quick yeah. if they could. They because had, around if you, here... If you could go somewhere take a CD and the inside the jacket cover was the comic. You know, If you could exactly. format it to yes. fit that uh-huh. size of a thing, yeah. Because I didn't realize really cool. what all was out there until my son was in a band called the Vermby Nouns. Oh, yeah. And they played with several big bands around here and stuff like that. And they opened for stuff. And I, I was like, I did not realize how many bands were in this town. Oh, oh yeah, there's a lot. A ton. So oh, we've got some reaching out to us like, yeah. hey, can we come on and play some songs on your <laughs> Like, well, <laughs> we're, we got to sit down and talk about right. it, but yeah, we'd love to do that kind of stuff. To stand out, holy cow, you'd have to do something that would. You have to, too, yeah. Every, everybody's used to the same format of three to five, you know, people on stage doing the same the song. Same and dance. thing. And, yeah. and when you're in a place that is so saturated, you really do have to try to find that angle and not be, you know, I hate using the word gimmicky because to me, it takes talent to do whatever, right. at least a vision to do whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, at the same point, like, you need to have that angle, like what I do with a band here in town called we're called Terraform, mm-hmm. and uh, we do like everything. It, it's uh, like all over the board, but we ha- we always try to put our signature uh, drive uh, into me being a drummer. I know you said something about White Zombie, like John Tempesta was a huge influence of what I was doing, yeah. and just old uh, uh, evil disco stuff, Static X, and then Sepultura and stuff like oh, that. Man, I love Static X. Yep. <laughs> but I love punk rock, too. My singer's a huge uh, street punker and whatnot, too. So it's like this array of just, like, I don't even want to say hardcore because hardcore kind of well, has a different, wane, yeah. yeah, a little bit more. Ours is just drive, <laughs> like yeah. motorhead type just constantly drive. hitting you. Yeah. With, yeah. Well, I've noticed a lot of bands are making the comic book connection. Like exactly, you're yep. seeing a lot of them getting the comic book, yes. their favorite things Absolutely. tattooed. They're uh, more vocal about, yeah, I actually mm-hmm. have a collection of blah blah blah, yep. and it's and it's like it's not just like yeah, it's the it's, it's the cultural climate change or, where this is not something you have to. Yeah, you know, I mean, it used to it used to be when you had the collected comics and played. Games, D and D, or anything is like it was almost tap. You, yeah, you were. Yeah, you had to scene. keep that quiet, man. Uh, well, I mean, these guys now these in front of thousands of people. They're like, oh, yeah. you know, they're that heavy. <laughs> and then they're like, so here's my Spider-Man collection. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm noticing a big thing of, it's cool. Yeah, you, absolutely. you want to be into D and D? 
Mm-hmm. Be cool, but you know what? We're up here selling out stadiums every night. <laughs> and yes, we play D and D. Yes, yeah. we collect comic books. Yes, we you know. Yeah, when we're on the bus, we're stopping, finding a comic yeah. book store, and getting yeah the latest book when it's out on. Yeah, that's a lot of yeah. that. A lot of their Instagrams, they're like, we're stopped at you know Venice Stock or something, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever, tight. and they're like, we're in here looking for such and such, you know. And yeah. yeah, it's just like call that geek chic. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> There's a name for it if you want yeah. to know uh, what that is. But yeah, it's 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 not. Yeah, you get you can let your geek flag fly now. Yep. You don't have to be ashamed to uh, to love this stuff anymore, which is great because uh, you shouldn't be ashamed of the stuff you love unless the stuff you love is like. I hope you turned that off on the way. <laughs> he did. Is uh, unless the stuff you love is like dangerous or illegal. <laughs> but yeah, the stuff like you know, I think it goes back to we named dropped him a couple times and we always will. But you know, with, with Kevin Smith with Clerks coming out, it was like that's the first time they were talking about Star Wars in a not a Star Wars movie on a screen, yeah. having the conversations that we're having at the pizza place or yeah. whatever you worked at, you know, the convenience <laughs> store or whatever. So yeah, it's now you know the geeks rule the world now. So yeah, we're the ones making the stuff and talking about the stuff and collecting the stuff and that's why that geek stuff's worth so much money because those geeks are all tech giants now and they can yeah. pay big bucks to get that you know that one thing that they always wanted when they were growing up but never could have or the thing they had grown up and they lost it or broke it or had to sell it and now they want to buy it back and yeah. they'll pay whatever for it so yeah that's uh i had just and uh, we talked about this i just found a bunch of my mass vehicles yeah and i've got a quite a few of those and i'm just like there's a part of me that wants to find the rest of them you know yeah. but then again i was like i oh, don't know they're making that new mass movie <laughs> or going and talking about yeah. doing i was like i may just keep what i got and then just sell it for crazy money and oh yeah just i love that stuff but you know if it's going to make me 500 or more money then uh, <laughs> then it's hard to not yeah, yeah it's hard to turn that money down too. well yeah starting out an e-commerce uh thing then you know, we could use that to be buying stuff and make more money. So. Yeah. Is that money sitting on a shelf or is that money turning into more money? Exactly. Yeah. That's where I'm at. You know, I've got a lot of my stuff that I collected that I want to start pulling down out of the attic and just, you know, I'm probably not going to get much it. for it, but right. I can put that money towards something, you know, <laughs> or at least to feed my pop addiction. <laughs> Bring it back full circle here, back to uh, oh, uh, Cobra Kai. There's a scene where... Uh, He's got to make rent on the dojo he rents out. It's yeah. in one of the later episodes. Like I want to say like episode three or four. It might have been four. So he's got a box of stuff, and he goes to the pawn shop, and they're like, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you ten bucks just because I feel bad for you. Yeah. But yeah, if you've got – if you know if you know what you have and you have, you know, an idea that this is, you know, this is something, you know. I mean, it, we all have an attachment to our stuff, so we always think it's worth more than yeah. it really is. But if you kind of know that yeah, this is something that's desired, then, yeah, it's it can be worthwhile to pull that stuff out and see, you know. Well, I was watching something, a guy that he has a store in Jersey or something like right. that, and he sells everything comic, but he's like this place. Yeah. And uh, somebody brought in a lot of Star Wars stuff and, like, the figures, you know, most of the figures that he brought in uh, seems to be from when you and I used to go out. Right, to the, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. And Mid to late like, 90s. He was saying, like, you know, the Millennium Falcon, if you could get, uh, like, he only pays 10 bucks for it because all he's going to get is he's going to ask 50 and hope he gets 30 or 40 out of it, you right. know. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I paid, like, I don't know how much I paid for, but it was... It was quite a bit at the time. It, you know, I say that. It, maybe it was only 50 bucks. I was thinking it was more, but I think it was only 50 
Because I think the one, uh, that silver ship that they had in the uh, episode one that was Queen Amidala's yeah, yeah, yeah. ship, I think that was like 100 bucks if you brought that <laughs> new or something like that. But yeah. And I, I just, you know, I'm sitting there going, well, hell, it's almost just keep it because it's not, <laughs> yeah. worth, it's not worth nothing. But, yeah. but then again, if you have a whole room in your house that is full it's of just full crap. Of stuff. And that's how a lot, I mean, we've watched uh, on Netflix the toys that made us, and they go to some of those collectors that yeah. have private museums, which is really just oh, another yeah. word for my basement or the building I had to rent because I had so much stuff or whatever. But, yeah, yeah it's just, it's amazing how much stuff there is and yeah. how much, you know, people will throw into that stuff. And yeah, I, I feel like uh, some of that, some of that antiques roadshow stuff's kind of tainted us a little bit. We always think our stuff's worth more now yeah. because I saw this one episode and this one guy happened to have the one in a million mint one, so it was worth a lot. Yeah, I think this one I've got that's all busted up is probably worth yeah. at least at least that much. It's right? being yeah. glued back together and yeah, the paint's exactly. faded on it and all that. So yeah, it's uh, it's I, I don't know. It, I. I've always had the thing of I don't care if it resells for anything. It's if for I me. like it, yeah, if I like and, it, it's and mine. It's, I don't care what somebody will give me in 20 years for it. I want it for me for now. And then if I still have it when I die, then the, <laughs> kids, the kids will can sell it or sell whatever it for they nothing do, yeah. or give it to their grandkids and let them bust it up. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things like I'm bad about just collecting stuff and leaving it up on a shelf. Up on a shelf because. I have the attitude of bust it open, play with it, do something. Oh, yeah. you know, but I don't play with toys. I'm 45 years oh, old. Oh, so. now. <laughs> but, uh, it's Sunday. Time to get the choo-choo. <laughs> Line yeah. up the guys. So I don't I do not do that, which keeps me from being a train collector or something yeah. like that. But I got a lot of good comic book knowledge today. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the place to come for that because these guys here know what they're talking about. They know you, know, you can't do their job. And not know not only what's you know new and on the shelves today, but you know they have to have because people you know bring stuff in here, buy, sell, and trade, and they kind of have to know that okay, well this is this is worth something, or okay, this is crap, or you know. oh yeah, oh because you could let something that's worth all kinds of money walk out the door, oh yeah, you know, and you're you're just like what it's just blah blah blah, it's like you do know we could have gave him this much and it's worth this oh, yeah. much, you know, or whatever. Yep. So yeah, it's. But yep. I guess, like everything, everything is worth what somebody will pay for it. So. Exactly, yeah. And you got to have that knowledge of, you know, what that value is and who those people are that are possibly willing to pay that much for it. So. Yeah. Well, like I said, collect because you love it. And then, you know, if you get some a couple extra pennies out of it one day, then great. But. Yeah, exactly. If you can, you know, that's kind of If I can break even minus the enjoyment I got out of it, whatever money you put on that, you know, then, yeah, you're doing fine, so. That's why I don't have comic books because I would collect them, and hoping that the value would whatever. I, I'm afraid that I would miss the stories, yeah, to, a little bit. And it wouldn't not appreciate be, that yeah. As when much. it when it becomes it's just like anything. When this podcast becomes work, it's not going to be much fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? When collecting comics becomes work, trying to you know, yeah. and it, and you lose the you know. There's there's work that's fun, and then there's work that's tedious. When yeah. you're working because you like hunting down that one guy that's got the one issue you need <laughs> out of the five, you yeah. know, I'm missing issue number four, so I can find that one guy that has it and it looks good, it's you know, in good condition or whatever. When that's fun when the work is fun, it's not work. When the work is Oh God! Here comes somebody, and they're you know. Yes, I I want that, but you know I'm gonna have to find, and I'm gonna have to dig, and when it becomes tedious and it's not fun anymore, then it's not worth it. Unless 
you know, unless you are professional and <laughs> you're making the money you know, or whatever, but for, uh, for us the, average normal Joes, it's... Yeah. Can you mention all the dudes that, you know, are from the time pre-internet <laughs> that actually had to go to all they the... They had to make phone calls. You had to know people that knew... Yeah. yeah, you had to know the guy that knew the guy that knew the guy yeah, that knew you, how to get a hold of the guy. You literally dial up, you <laughs> yeah. know, Joe get from in, Get in the car, to, make the trip, yeah. yeah Back hope, when the highway speeds were 55 at most. And, yeah, or have it mailed to you and hope that they treat it with, yeah. you know... Stuff now they just get on the internet, click, click, click. Oh, you got it, click, send, Buy. click. Yeah. <laughs> Buy now, auction. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, you think the those guys are just like, man, kid, you don't understand <laughs> you got, what it was like back in the day. Probably so. I bet there's some of that. I would be. You don't know how good you have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I developed a smoker's. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that's your old man voice. Yeah. <laughs> he's not just old, he's been smoking and drinking coffee and raspy yeah. voice. That's what I was like, yeah, my grandpa never changed from, like, when, I think he was 50 when they kind of took me in. He yeah. was in that range. And, uh, like, I don't remember his voice ever getting in. It, it, it never know. changed. but I was like, come on, where's your old man? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, that's not. Like, we're not going to talk like that at all. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, should we wrap this thing up, you think? I mean, we're. I guess they're. They're staying busy, and that's the problem is people are coming yeah. in with them on a mission. They know what they want today, so. Yeah, they're literally zoom, zoom, and they're. Yep, so we will uh, go then. We didn't get as much uh, feedback from the from the customers, but that's all right. They're, got quite a bit of uh, feedback from the guys, though. Absolutely, so. yeah. Will had a chance to break away for a little bit, and we got Dustin's uh, take on a few things early on before that he got swamped up front. So Hopefully I asked some questions right. that some <laughs> of you listening maybe had about stuff. Yeah, and, exactly, and you're going to be here more frequently, so yeah. some of those, you know, some of those questions will come out, and we'll have some good conversations with folks, hopefully, and maybe next time we'll get some people. Today, yeah, it's kind of weird. Every day is different, but some, oh, day, some days come, people come in, they just kind of linger, and some days people got stuff to do, so they come in, get their stuff, and get out. So. Yeah, school gets done, there'll be a lot of people bringing their kids Oh, yeah, we'll get a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, we'll get a lot of discussion then, so. So that's it then for this week's show, this week's episode of The Pool List. Uh, we'll be tomorrow at the Alamo Draft House, still figuring out who all is going to be there and hell, still figuring out what that show looks like. So <laughs> we'll get that put together today and we'll uh, record our show tomorrow. I know uh, Jennifer will be there at the Alamo and whoever's hanging out with us will uh, sit around and talk about movies. There's a lot of movie stuff to talk about. I've seen a few things, including uh, our buddies Bill and Ted, I guess, have confirmed a few things. So... We'll have stuff to talk about tomorrow's show for sure. So uh, come back tomorrow and listen to the box office report from the Alamo Draft House. Uh, Saturday, we'll be doing our normal show at the home studio. It'll be the first time we've been there, all of us together. It's been a while since we were out here last Saturday and all over the place on our weekday show. Like, so. Ah, the cow still feels <laughs> Yeah, it's still got your, uh, your cushions, are, <laughs> cushions are molded to your butt. Yeah, so... Uh, so we'll do that on Saturday, and then Sunday, of course, is Mother's Day, so we'll be talking about uh, our favorite mothers in pop culture. If you haven't yet, again, don't forget to go vote. You can find us on Twitter at uh, PGTC Podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash popgoestheculture. That's it. Kenny, I had a good time out here today. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Like I said, I learned a whole lot that I didn't know. So Yeah. All right. I hope yeah. you guys had a good time listening as well, and we will catch you all on tomorrow's show, I've been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. I'm Kenny Wright with Freedom Under Graphics. And for Dustin and Will here at Vintage Stock, come out and see them. And be sure again to tune in tomorrow for our show from the Alamo Draft House. Heck yeah, best place in Springfield to get your comics from. You betcha. At the Alamo? 
No, <laughs> they don't get stuck. <laughs> you that's threw it. in the Alamo <laughs> as I was getting ready to talk. That's not fair. That's all right. Yeah. Alamo's where you want to get your booze and watch your movies. <laughs> that's right. And vintage stocks where you do business. Then I think we're going to do some business. I saw some uh, funky town pups back there. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to sort through. We need to go check those out. <laughs> yeah. So we will catch you all later. See ya. Later.